Well, our beloved people, we have seen very clearly Matthew chapter 7, verse 24 to 28. He says, verse 24, again, Matthew chapter 7, 24 to 28, he says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. Verse 26. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man, a foolish builder, in other words, who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew violently and beat against the house, and it fell with a great bang, a great crash. When Jesus had finished these things, the crowd was amazed at his teaching. Now, I read also from the book, of 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 19, where the Lord brought up a very important aspect of the solid foundation of God, the solid foundation of the Lord. And he said that when you look at the solid foundation of the Lord, you see very clearly that there is an inscription there is a writing on that foundation. And he says, the Lord knows those who are his. He knows them. He knows those who are his. And he says, and for anyone that confesses the name of the Messiah, the name of Jesus, the name of the Lord, they must turn away from iniquity, from sin, from evil from wickedness. Luke chapter 6, 46 to 49, the same reference scripture, beloved people, in this last segment, the most important summary that came out of today's message is that those that build their salvation on the solid foundation of the rock. They must first come to the Lord. They must first come to the Lord before they can be His. Luke chapter 6. Luke chapter 6, beloved people. Verse 46 and run it down to 49. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, 
and do not do what I say. And then verse 47 is for you. He says, As for everyone who comes to me, we must first come to the Lord, beloved people. And that is a big teaching, those who are in Christ Jesus. You can have a big teaching on those who are in Christ Jesus. Who are these people that have come to the Lord? But for us to launch our salvation on the foundation of the rock, we must first come to the Lord. Number two, we must hear his saying. Number three, we must do what the word says. No matter the circumstances at your workplace, in this world at the moment. Why? Why come to him? Why come to him, beloved people? John chapter 5, John 5, verses 38 to 41. John chapter 5, 38 to 41. And I read from NIV. He says, verse 37, And the Father who sent me has himself testified concerning me. You have never heard his voice, nor seen his form. Nor does his word dwell in you, for you do not believe. You do not believe the one he sent, and you study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life. These are the very scriptures that testify about me, and yet you refuse to come to have life. I do not accept glory from human beings, and he goes on and on. The reason the Lord says for you to build a strong foundation, you really have to come to the Lord and be in Christ Jesus, meaning turn away from sin, is because only then can you have eternal life. So the purpose of laying your salvation on the foundation of the rock is that you may tap unto the eternal life of God. This whole thing is about eternity. Does the church have eternity? Is the present day believer inheriting the eternity of God? John chapter 12 verse 10. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the fullest, have eternity, eternal life. Romans chapter 6, 21 to 23. Same. So the reason he says it is important for the church to launch on the foundation of the rock is that only then can the church tap on eternity. Can the church now anchor their salvation to eternity. And we saw 
to be able to understand and to be able to comprehend and to launch your salvation on the rock. There are certain things you need to know. Foundational teachings. Number one, who is God? Number two, what is God's nature? Number three, what is God's position on sin? How does God look at man? What is God's position on righteousness? Only then can you shun iniquity. Only then can you understand the gravity of the perpetual sin you see in the church today. To come to him first, and then hear his saying, and then do his saying. As we wind down, it is key, it is going to be very important for the church of this generation to make sure that they develop that strong spiritual foundation, that they launch on that solid, strong spiritual foundation of the Lord. Why? Because only then shall there be spiritual growth in the church. Spiritual growth in the church is determined as to whether you are launched or not on the foundation of the rock. Could that be the reason the church is still perpetually infant? Perpetually infant on milk and cereal, cereal. And on the milk and the cereal, like whatever. John chapter 17, verse 3. It says, Now, this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Christ Jesus, whom you have sent for the purpose for spiritual growth. In other words, the purpose for launching on the foundation of the rock is that it may now cultivate spiritual growth in the church, that the Christians may grow up, not always falling to sexual sin, always sliding back to sin, always falling back to sexual sin, always going to sexual lust, always lying. No, he says, but now spiritual growth may begin in the house. It is time to examine the foundations on which you have launched your Christian salvation, beloved people. The importance that when you are launched on the foundation of God, nevertheless, God's solid foundation stands firm with the following writing, that the Lord knows those who are his, and whosoever names the name of the Lord turns away from iniquity. Perpetual sin, beloved people. Number two, launching on the foundation of the rock actually determines how successfully we sustain a relationship with Jehovah, Jehovah Elohim. The book of James, chapter 4, verse 8. We may not have time to read everything. James, chapter 4, verse 8, he says, I can begin 7. 
submit yourselves then to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come near to God, our target is verse 8. Come near to God, and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. When we launch on the foundation of the rock, it determines how successful our relationship with Jesus and Jehovah becomes. How successful we relate with the Holy Spirit, the facilitator of that foundation. Number one, I said, the launching of the church on the foundation of the rock is what will spur up spiritual growth in the church, in the stunted church, where growth has been stunted. The church is lost spiritually. But now it will begin a spiritual growth. That's number one, as I finish, in a hurry. Number two, it will determine how successful the Christian, the body of Christ, the believer, the born-again person, will sustain a relationship with Jehovah if you are launched on the rock or not. And now I'm talking about launching on the rock. And he says that powerful relationship between the born-again believer and Jehovah, facilitated by Jesus, the bridge. He says, Jesus the rock. That when we launch, as we have read James chapter 4, verse 8, when we launch, number 2, when we launch on the rock, then he says, come near to me, draw near to me, and I will draw near to you. How powerful. That now the church can draw near to God. How mighty. The problem of apostasy is because the church drifted away from the Lord. And the answer is right there now. To launch your salvation on the foundation of the rock and to read Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 19 and understand what that foundation, the inscription thereof, is trumpeting to the church. Number three, as I finish, to launch our spiritual foundation, our spiritual salvation on the spiritual foundation, to launch our Christianity, our church, on the spiritual foundation of the rock, will also determine how successful we relate with other Christians. The book of Hebrews chapter 10 24 to 25. Hebrews chapter 10. This is what he says, beloved people. And let us consider how we may spur one another towards love and the good deeds. The other version says the good deeds of God. Not giving up meeting together as one. Some are in the habit of not doing so but they encourage one another. And all the more, as you see the day approaching. So he says, 
it is going to be extremely important to understand that the wise virgins were not one. They were five. Talking about the group fellowship. It's going to be important to fellowship with one another in these last days. Encouraging one another. Giving accountability to one another that you may not drift away. The devil loves to isolate you and then drift you away. That's why going to church is key. Bible fellowship in the homes is key. Group study is key. Fellowship with one another. Then you can take accountability, beloved. Launching the church, the present-day church, launching the present-day Christian salvation on the foundation of the rock will help the church understand God's truths, the biblical truths of God. Once you are launched, then now the Lord can facilitate you and nourish you. And you will now understand more. He will unveil to you. He will open to you because you are connected. Hey, connected, connected to the Lord. And now he will begin to exude, to feed you with his biblical truths, his spiritual truths, the truths of God, God's truths. Number five, launching your Christian salvation, launching the church on the spiritual foundation of God, of the Lord Jesus, of the rock, will facilitate the church, will help the church to apply those biblical truths in their daily lives to be able to overcome challenges, to be able to shine the light in the marketplace, to be able to live as the light of this world today, to apply those truths in the life of the church. The problem of the church today is that they don't apply the biblical truths, the truths of God in their lifestyle. That's why there is a contradiction. Romans chapter 12, beloved people. Romans chapter 12. What does he say? Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Do not conform to the patterns of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good and pleasing and perfect will for the church. Beloved people, launching on the foundation of the rock helps the church also now know how to apply the truths of God to their life, Christian salvation, their lifestyle, and daily living. May the Lord bless you, but we have seen very clearly that today there is apostasy. We have seen that there is a fall in the church. And we have seen that the reason there is a fall in the church is because the foundation was not well built. If you want to build a tall building, the architect, the engineers, the constructors, whatever they are, the road builders, whatever the name, the ones that study materials in the universities, they will tell you that you have to lay a strong foundation to raise forth a 50-story building, 100-story building. So it is with our lives, beloved people. 
The purpose of Christian salvation is that you may build your salvation all the way up until you reach heaven. Therefore, you need a solid foundation. Many Christians, at a late stage, then they fall. How? Because now, when the time of revival comes, the time when now the maturity should be shown, then the foundation cannot sustain the beloved people. And we saw that based on the type of foundation you behold, so will it be how you handle the challenges of this world that we should endeavor, we should strive, we should help young believers in church to lay foundation, to lay the foundation of the rock as a walk-in. That all Christians, wherever they are now, this is their hour to verify your foundation. The Messiah is coming. Even today he spoke with me. He took me to Peru. He showed me the great need. I was walking in Peru. I was doing meetings there. Tremendous things. There's a bit of a warfare there. Tremendous warfare. Smashing down the wicked spirits. It was a big fight. There was a flame of those big ones like crocodiles. I was smashing them down. And then he said that now they may know that I've sent my mightiest prophet here. It was a tremendous war the whole night. Smashing the crocodiles, the snakes, and killing them. It was a big situation this night. Meaning, the challenges for Christianity are too high now. And therefore, the foundation has to be strong. The Messiah is coming. There is no time. He says, we cannot see the kingdom of God if we are not launched on the solid foundation, the spiritual foundation of the rock. Because he says, if we are launched on the rock, it will determine how fast, how we grow, spiritual growth. He says again, it will also determine how successful we relate with Jehovah. Because that rock is Jesus. The facilitator, the bridge that connects us to Jehovah. Number three says, it will determine how successful we fellowship as Christians. Hold accountability. Encourage one another. Hold together. Connect together. And with strength, storm the world and win the world for Jesus. In other words, the strength of the church, the strength of the body of Christ. And he says, if we launch on the foundation of the rock, he says, we will also be able now to understand God's truth about salvation. And he finished by saying, it will help us to be able to apply the biblical truth. For example, be holy, for I am holy. Now we are able to align our lives to the Lord. May the Lord bless you, beloved people. Shalom, Tadarabah.